Good Saturday morning to you. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. I'm Jason Kong. And Bill, welcome back from vacation. You look uh, rested and recovered. You look good. Good, good morning, Jason. I appreciate that. Uh, it's always uh, nice to get away for a few days. Um, it's never long enough. Uh, <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, I, I think I'm, I'm ready to go back for another month. But uh, I'm afraid that's not going to happen. You know, we all have our own responsibilities and have to do what we have to do. And truthfully, I enjoy what I do. It's just that it's nice to get away as well. So. Well, we, we do have responsibilities, and we've got some responsibilities this hour to take care of. We've got to do some asset protection or some educating on asset protection. Well, absolutely. That's, that's, uh, and it's a lot of fun for me to be able to, to do that. And I hope folks enjoy what uh, some of the topics that we talk about. I, I realize that some of the things we talk about um, would make folks uh, sleep well or, or glaze over anyway, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's fun to talk about topics that can help folks. Well, uh, speaking of those, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about long-term care insurance today, Bill. Yeah, no, long-term care insurance is different, and and that's uh, the reason that I think it is a good topic to talk about. Uh, for some folks, it might be too late. For others, it might be too early. Uh, but knowing about it and know how to think about it and why it's important uh, is is really, really important. Uh, it's hard for young people to get excited about it because it's an issue for folks, for the most part, who are much, much older. Mm-hmm. And for s- some of the older folks, uh, it may be that they waited too late to even consider it. And once they started thinking about it going, you know, it's something we should have. And then when they looked into it, it was because they did wait until they were in their 60s or 70s. It was just way too expensive. Uh, or the other thing that happens to so many people is that something helped, you know, something happens with your health and you become uninsurable. Uh, or uh, something happens with your health where you may still be insurable. But you're in a position. You're called rated, which basically means that the premiums are twice as much uh, because you're an iffy uh, but insurable person. <laughs> That's not a fun position to be in. No, it's not a good position to be in because long-term care insurance is expensive enough if you're not rated. In other words, if you're in excellent health. Uh, it can be pretty expensive. But the first thing that folks need to understand is why it's so important. And it's important for folks to think about having it because most of us, and I truly mean that, most of us will actually experience a significant long-term care crisis. And any health, any crisis, what we call a long-term care crisis, is really expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why insurance can be helpful. It's sort of like, why do you have uh, homeowner's insurance, Jason? Why do you have it? It's in case of a disaster. Well, I mean, nobody wants to be out of their home, right? right? 
And of course, uh, most of us have a mortgage. Mm -hmm. And if you have a mortgage, you're required to have homeowner's insurance. You cannot take the position of it's too expensive. I don't want it. uh, I won't buy it this year. Uh, If you have a mortgage, you can't can't do that <laughs> okay no that won't fly uh, it won't fly your wife won't let you get away with uh, <laughs> with not paying for your homeowner's insurance but what's the risk that you will have a catastrophic fire it is extremely small extremely small not even one percent not even one tenth of one percent that you will have any fire or catastrophic event uh, in your home and most insurable events as it relates to your home are fairly small. I mean, something now by small, I mean, five to $10,000 in damages. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's not catastrophic. Right. You know, that's just an event. All right. Now what's now the percentage less than one tenth of 1% is for any event. So the percentage of a catastrophic event where your house burns down or a hurricane basically uh, blows the whole house away um, is even a smaller likelihood, a much, much smaller likelihood. And yet your homeowner's insurance is, is not cheap. For most folks, it runs in the neighborhood of 1000 to $2,000 a year, depending on how big your house is. Mm-hmm. But when you consider the risk, what you're paying is extremely expensive for that risk. So the insurance companies are making a heck of a lot of money on homeowner's insurance. Uh, you're paying a lot for it because they know that you have to have it. Right. So they take advantage of you. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what insurance companies do, (laughs) all right? But long-term care, a long-term care crisis, uh, the expense of a long-term care crisis is about the same as your home burning down completely to the ground with everything in it with no insurance whatsoever. And the, the percentage, I mean, and a, a lot of the uh, um, a lot of the numbers that we we use are based on people who have reached 65 and they're still in good health. And the bottom line is, is that anybody who reaches 65 has about a 50-50 likelihood of having a significant long-term care crisis. And what I mean by that is three years uh, of at least three years or about three years in a nursing home. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, can it happen to younger people? Absolutely. There are younger people who have strokes and have other issues that where they end up in a nursing home. And then there's an awful lot of care that has that is given at assisted living levels and at home, okay? Uh, and, of course, uh, if, I, if I ask anybody, do you want to live in a nursing home, I, nobody raises their hands. <laughs> so, And I'm, I'm one of them. I, I would never raise my hand for that. Um, so, obviously, we want to be cared for at uh, giving where we still have the greatest amount of independence, which is at home. Uh, our second choice, if that's not available to us, would be uh, some type of assisted living arrangement. And truthfully, assisted living is um, is becoming uh, the primary uh, 
place where an awful lot of seniors um, end up who can't care for themselves. Uh, and truthfully, assisted living can be really, really expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, far more than, and, and so let you know, what are the numbers for assisted living? Well, uh, in this area, uh, uh, it's really hard to find any assisted living uh, facility um, for less than about $3,500 a month. Wow. Uh, you can find it for less, but it's very rare. And, of course, it depends on the circumstances. Sure. But that's the low end. The high end can be 6500 7500 just as much as a nursing home. Right. So that's pretty scary when you think about that. And that's for one person, not two. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so um, now, who's the primary caregiver in most homes? Uh, Come on, Jason. Spouse? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it's the spouse. And so, in essence, if uh, if the husband goes downhill uh, faster, then the, the wife is the caregiver and vice versa. If the wife goes downhill, then the husband is the caregiver. Um, and uh, and that works for a while, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't work all the time. But it, it certainly is the first step down that long-term care road. And so the f- first thing for folks to know is, is how important it is. And while it may seem expensive, when you look at the actual risk of having long-term care, uh, having that crisis and how expensive it is, um, the premiums don't seem to be so expensive once you look at the real cost behind it. Well, that's that's one benefit to this, I guess, that, uh, if the premiums are a little bit more reasonable. Absolutely. And, and of course, there are different ways of getting long-term care. And so the reason I wanted to talk about long-term care insurance is because there are a lot of different ways to get it. And uh, so there are a lot of options, and it's complicated. Yeah. In other words, you're, you're not comparing apples to apples. You're comparing apples to oranges to grapes to grapefruits i mean it's it's just totally different well we're going to let you sift out the the pros and cons of long-term care insurance and we're also going to be talking about uh you've got a seminar coming up this week we'll get into that as well so stick around you're listening to asset protection today with attorney bill alexander on news radio 680 wptf Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. I am Jason Kong and Bill, uh, we're talking about long-term care insurance. And uh, right before the break, we, we were saying how there's a, there's a ton of options when it comes to this. And uh, you're going to sort of explain the pros and cons to well, the I, different things you need to I look at. I plan to do that. And I, I appreciate you bringing up the fact that we have a seminar coming up next Wednesday. Because uh, any family that has a, um, a long-term care issue going on right now or one that you're just worried about the possibility of it for the future any family in that situation should send someone to our seminar because, um, number one, it's free. But no, the most important thing is we try to teach you everything we can teach you about what's available to help you to pay for long-term care insurance because or long-term care crisis. Because the fact of the matter is, even though 
um, you know, I'm going to talk about long-term care insurance, the great majority of seniors do not have long-term care insurance. And so they're basically trying to find a way to pay for the care that they need. And that's what our seminar is all about. What's out there that can help you pay for the care that you need so that you don't lose your assets. And so you get the care you need and you can protect your assets. That's what we do. And, uh, and that's what the seminar is all about. Uh, So we take every assistance program that we're aware of and we teach you those rules and, and how they work um, and how they can help your family. And so any family that's looking uh, at these issues as a potential problem, th- this is an opportunity to be educated. Um, it, you know, it takes a couple hours of your time. Uh, so there's a commitment, but that's about it. It's uh, not, folks don't get fed. Uh, we don't do that, but we, we feed you as much uh, uh, information <laughs> as we possibly can. Uh, and I've never had anyone say that it wasn't worth uh, the time in terms of how much they learned. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun for us to teach folks about these programs. So I would encourage folks to call us and to sign up and to come to the seminars. Uh, and we'll have three seminars. Good. We're going to have one at 10 o'clock one at 2 o'clock, and another one at 6.30 on Wednesday. Perfect. Um, so anyway, uh, hope hope a lot of folks will, will come by and see us. You can go to WGALaw.com, or they can uh, give you a call in the office as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and our phone number is 919-256-7000, so they can call up and make uh, a reservation to come. Uh, we'd love to have a big crowd. Um, so let's... Uh, again, talk about long-term care insurance. There are different methods of getting long-term care insurance. One, you can purchase traditional long-term care insurance. That's pure insurance. In other words, you pay a premium, and at some time in the future, uh, if you have a long-term care crisis, uh, there is typically a waiting period of 30 to 90 days, sometimes 120 days, and then they, they will pay you whatever coverage uh, you've contracted for. Um, and, of course, the, uh, the other side of that is if you're lucky and you don't have a long-term care crisis, then there's no payment to your family and, and that the investment in those premiums is lost. And so that's one complaint people have uh, about traditional long-term care insurance is, well, what if I don't ever have a crisis? You know, if I'm healthy the, my entire life and I never need assistance and I've paid these big premiums in, what about that? And okay, that that's it's pure insurance. You right. you know, it's the same thing. You you buy term life insurance for the same reason. You have risk. You you pay the premium. If you die, uh, you uh, get your family gets paid. If you don't die, uh, then all those premiums are for naught. And of course, uh, most of us hope that we don't die. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we would hope that we don't have a long term care crisis. Uh, the one thing about death, though, is that's 100%, and it's not 50% or 60%. Uh, we can count on that. That's we right. just don't know when God's going to call us. Uh, so uh, anyway, 
Traditional long-term care insurance is is uh, one way to get it. Of course, uh, you have to be healthy in order to get it. Uh, and the younger you are, the better. Uh, and, uh, and this will sound crazy, but if you buy your long-term care insurance when you're 20, as opposed to 70, it will be extremely inexpensive for your entire life. And you will pay a whole lot less over your lifetime than someone who picks it up at, say, 65 or 70. And for most people, they can't afford it at 65 or 70 anyway. Mm -hmm. But if you could, uh, the person who gets the policy early in life uh, would be pay far fewer premiums over their lifetime than someone who gets the insurance later in life. Uh, it's, it's just the way the numbers work out. Um, and it might surprise you that, at least for me, I tell folks that they really should start looking at it uh, and comparing it and deciding what to do in their 40s mm -hmm. as opposed to in their 50s. You know, 15 years ago, nobody would talk to you about long-term care insurance until you were probably in your mid-50s. A lot of folks would say, you know, why bother with it until you're uh, in your mid-50s to even early 60s. But the premiums are so high, if you wait that long, uh, it, it prices people out. Now, the other thing you have to consider is the fact that you don't want to buy long-term care insurance in your 50s or 60s, that you cannot afford the premium when you retire. You know, right. you have to figure out, okay, how am I going to pay those premiums uh, when my income is fixed? Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have the big uh, employment income that I have today. That obviously is a concern. Now, you can also purchase and uh, long, you can buy long-term care insurance um, over a period of time. In other words, uh, you can have one fully paid in 10 years or 15 years. And of course, the earlier you start, the better. Right. So if you uh, now, the other thing uh, that's really interesting is that if if you own a company, or let's say you have a side business uh, where um, you, in other words, you you um, earn money in a business, either a traditional business or a side business that you have. Um, then uh, to the degree that you own a business, uh, you can actually write off as a business deduction your long-term care premium for yourself and your spouse. And, and that's whether your spouse works for you uh, or not. Okay. Wow. Uh, and the other thing about it is that long-term care insurance is not uh, an employee benefit that has to be given to um, all your employees. In other words, for, for instance, health insurance is, is something that uh, if you're going to do it as a business deduction, it has to be provided uh, to all the employees. Mm -hmm. But long-term care insurance is the exception to that rule. Uh, you can provide long-term care insurance uh, as a business expense just to yourself as the owner, yourself and your spouse, uh, or your key employees or those who you've selected 
for whatever reason, to offer that benefit and, and in essence, not offer it to anybody else in, in the company. And, and you can do that and write off the premiums. There's a limitation on uh, how much you can write off, but it's generally high enough. The, that is, the, the limitation is high enough where most people can write off all of the premium um, as a deductible, uh, reasonable, and ordinary business expense. Right. So for those folks, uh, it's a no-brainer uh, to look at long-term care insurance in that traditional fashion. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an important thing to look at. And we'll continue to go over these pros and cons to long-term care insurance. We'll also talk a little bit more about the seminar coming up this Wednesday as well. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong, and Bill, we're uh, having an interesting discussion today on long-term care insurance, and we're uh, we're going through some of the pros and cons here and the different options that are available to you because this is, as you kind of warned us, this is a there's there's a lot of options and there's a lot of there there is uh, and well and also long term care insurance is not something that we really talk about or focus on in our seminars uh, that coming up on Wednesday. Um, I, I, oftentimes I will mention it to folks, but it's not something that I, I focus on at all at the seminars. At the seminars, we focus on the programs that can help folks who are uninsured. Uh, and, um, and, and of course, there are also the, the other thing a lot of folks need to realize is that even if you have long-term care insurance, it's, all, it's helpful to understand how these programs work because there's an awful lot of families that integrate uh, an asset protection plan, uh, with, uh, you know, where that includes these government programs with their own long-term care insurance. So, you know, it can work both ways. But it's far better to have the long-term care insurance than not, that's for sure. And, and I should mention this, too, uh, as it relates uh, to it. There are an awful lot of folks that think this is a myth uh, 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 it's not a half truth. It's a whole. It's a whole lie, if you will. That if you get rid of everything that you own, you know, years in advance before you need assistance, that um, the government will take care of you. And that's just baloney. Yeah. Absolute far-fetched baloney. Um, and the great majority of us will not be eligible for assistance, government assistance, in the assisted living level, okay? So, and that's where most of us who have a long-term care crisis will end up. Now, there's one exception to that rule. Uh, So there's really two exceptions. There is a program that can, there's actually two programs that can be of assistance to folks who need long, uh, who need assisted living. Um, and we talk about all of those programs. And then the veterans or the families who have a veteran who served during a period of war. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, a war period being World War II, the Korean conflict, or Vietnam, uh, any one of those three eras. So if you served in the military for one day during those eras, Uh, then there's a potential VA benefit. It's called a VA pension. It's not a pension. It's a reimbursement program for long-term care expenses. 
But there is a program to help those families, and that is a program that we do talk about and focus on as one of the, the many different programs that are available to families, and we do talk about that in the seminars. But we don't really talk about long-term care insurance, so I thought this would be a good opportunity this morning to talk about how that works for families. As a side note, I would like to nominate you, Bill, to straighten out all the names of these programs that have nothing to do with <laughs> what they're named. I, I think that you would be a good person to fix all that. Well, the the, the VA uh, has some weird names for their programs, and it uh, they I will just say that it's very confusing to folks who are not steeped in VA. Uh, you just have to know what they mean, and that's really hard for the layman to understand that. But so uh, a- anyway, let's let's go back to um, talk about some of the different things with long-term care insurance. Um, one of the best ways to get long-term care insurance, if you don't use a traditional long-term care, would be uh, a life insurance policy with a long-term care rider. And the nice thing about that is that you'll never be throwing your premiums away because it's an investment. It tends to be more expensive or a little more expensive than a traditional long-term care plan. But if you don't ever need long-term care assistance, then the policy pays out death, you know, the life insurance as a death benefit to your beneficiaries. So you're investment has been a good investment. But if you have a long-term care crisis, then it's it's not the cash value in the policy. It's the death benefit is available. That entire death benefit is available to pay your long-term care crisis uh, until it runs out. And so let's say that you have a short-term crisis and you've only used half of your insurance, then at your death, the remaining half will be paid as a death benefit. So for those uh, families that have a need for life insurance as well as long-term care insurance, then um, the life insurance with a long-term care rider is an excellent way to do it. Now, for those folks who are still in good health, and let's say that you bought a life insurance pol- a, um, a whole life insurance policy 25, 30 years ago, and you're in your 60s now and you're still in good health. Well, uh, and we do these reviews all the time for families, insurance reviews. I've been doing them for 40 years. Um, and the bottom line is sometimes we can take an old policy. In fact, frequently, if you're still in good health, we can take an old policy and exchange it uh, for a new policy. And you have to understand, the new policies are more competitive. uh, They're better products. uh, They give you a whole lot more than the old products that we bought 35 years ago Mm -hmm. uh, would give us. Plus, our life expectancies are longer now. Uh, So as a result, we can exchange an old life insurance policy and get you a new policy with a long-term care rider Uh, and generally a higher death benefit for less money than what you're paying on your whole life insurance policy now. So that's pretty cool uh, when you can do that. Uh, So if you've, you know, if you were wise enough to to buy a long-term care policy 25, 30 years ago that has a good bit of cash value, oftentimes you can exchange it. And there's with a, there's what's called a 1035 
insurance exchange. And there's uh, so in essence, you're cashing out one policy and substituting another, mm -hmm. and there's no tax uh, on the exchange. In other words, there's there's no income tax because you're cashing out the insurance policy because you're exchanging it for another policy. Uh, and it doesn't matter that there's a, a wrinkle in the new policy with that long-term care rider. So that's another way um, to get um, your long-term care uh, insurance for yourself. Uh, and then, uh, so, and there's also a way, if you own your business, that you can separate the life insurance premium from the long-term care rider and while you can't write off the life insurance, you can write off the long-term care rider inside the life insurance as a business expense. So that's um, it, now that you know that's a particular type of of policy uh, that's really important. So mm -hmm. now um, the, the then there are other the other way to get some long-term care insurance. Let's say that you've got money, but you are not healthy. You're uninsurable or you're highly rated. And so the life insurance doesn't work. The traditional uh, the traditional long-term care insurance doesn't work for you. There's a group of annuities that you can purchase that uh, have long-term care riders inside them. Mm. Uh, they uh, where that might double or triple the income that you would receive from the annuity if you have a long-term care crisis. Uh, there's also annuities that allow you to basically step out <clears throat> of the annuity if you need to without a penalty. Um, and obviously for me, uh, that type of – now that's rare mm -hmm. in, in the annuity field. So – it's uh, important to know what you're buying with annuities. There's a lot of um, technical language in them, uh, and it's it's really important for folks to understand what they're getting and, and their rights um, with annuities. But there are some, um, some annuities that can be helpful. They're generally not nearly as good for long-term care as a traditional long-term care policy or the life insurance with a long-term care rider but they can be extremely helpful to many families. It's just how it integrates with other income and, and that sort of thing. Okay, very good. Well, you've given us even more options here, Bill. I'm going to have to create a chart here to keep track of it all, but uh, I'll, I'll work on that during the break. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You can find more about him at WGALaw.com. You can also uh, go there to register for uh, any of the three seminars that we've got going on this Wednesday. Um, you've got three. We've got one in the morning at 10, one mm -hmm. at 2, and then the last one at 630. Is that right? That's correct. Very good. So you can uh, find more information on the website if you'd like to register in advance. Right. And of course, we're the seminars are located at Independence Village of Raleigh, mm -hmm. uh, which is an independent living community. Uh, but they've offered us a place. Uh, it's nice for us because they uh, like for us to come in, and they don't charge us for it, which allows us to keep our seminars free to the public. Uh, and it's a very nice facility, so we enjoy doing our seminars there. 
Excellent, excellent. And we're going to continue our conversation here on long-term care insurance. And Bill, uh, we're going to get into the aspect of, uh, okay, you've realized that uh, you may have a need for long-term care insurance. Mm -hmm. Well, who do you talk to? How do you start? Well, it's important for folks to understand that every long-term care insurance policy is different from every other policy. So when you are comparing um, um, in other words, a, a policy from one company is going to be very different from policies for other companies. So mm-hmm. it's really not just about the terms because each company can define, in other words, their definitions are different, how they pay is different, what they pay for is different. Um, so it's not like your car insurance or your homeowner's insurance. Those, That type of insurance in North Carolina is regulated so that every company's policy definitions, how they pay and what you pay for, is, di- is the same right. with homeowners and car insurance. So what they're competing on with that policies, with those policies, uh, are the rates and the service. Uh, and also internally what, you know, what you're getting inside the policy. But it's really about how much you pay, the rate, and the service that they give you and how they provide that service. But with long-term care insurance, it's not an easy comparison. So the bottom line is this. You have to be very careful about who you go to Mm -hmm. for your long-term care insurance. Um, I tell folks this is not the time to go to your neighbor. Uh, er, you know, every person who has an insurance license, al- almost all of them, also sells long-term care insurance. But the majority of those folks know nothing about long-term care other than, yes, we can get you a policy. And, you know, here's one. It's really important for folks to be able to go to someone who knows the difference among all of the different policies. They know how the definitions are different. They know what policies can help their clients the most. So it needs to be someone who is steeped in long-term care insurance as opposed to being simply uh, uh, holding an insurance license. Um, So the bottom line is it needs to be somebody who knows what they're talking about when it comes to long-term care insurance. Uh, Now, that's something that we we do provide uh, insurance reviews uh, at our office as as part of what we do. Uh, I have um, uh, uh, an ancillary business called BASA Financial uh, where we can actually provide um, uh, this service for folks who are interested if if folks would have confidence in us to to look at what they have and and, uh, what options might be available to them. So we can do that uh, for folks if they want us to. It's not something that we talk about, but it's, it is something that we do every day. Um, so it is important for folks, whoever they go to, that they be experienced with long-term care and, no, um, and that that be a major focus of uh, what they do in their insurance practice. That's, that's just really important. Um, secondly, there's certain terms that can be important, and one is an inflation factor inside a long-term care policy because, uh, you know, here I am telling folks, no, you need to buy it when you're 40 and 50 years old, not when you're 70. Mm-hmm. 
So guess what? Most people who buy it at 40 won't need it for 35 or 40 years. Okay. Well, the bottom line is, guess what happens over 30 years? Uh, The prices go up. You can count on them to double or triple or quadruple over a 40-year period from what you look at now. And and you, you think to yourself, that's impossible. It's so expensive now. How could it be that much more? But we all know that this is exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. So having some kind of, of inflation plan in your thinking is really, really important uh, as it relates to your long-term care insurance. And, of course, the other factors are what will your retirement income look like uh, because the more income you have, then you can reduce the amount of insurance that you have to pay for the care that you might otherwise need. And guess who needs it the most? It's not the folks that have uh, liquid assets of a couple million dollars or more. Right. Those folks, they, they don't even have to have the insurance. A lot of them buy it anyway because they know they can see the value in it. But those are the folks that can be uninsured because they have plenty of money to pay for whatever care they need. Right. But for those of us who don't have liquidity or we have a smaller estate, let's say we have a, an estate of about a million dollars, but part of that's our home, part of it's retirement accounts and, and the like, we're the ones, the, the ones who have an estate of a million or 1.2 or so or less, we're the ones who need the long-term care insurance the most. Uh, that's the scary part. So the, uh, it, it sounds uh, crazy, but, but that's really the truth of the matter because, long, you know, a crisis can cost a family two, three hundred thousand dollars in liquidity, and for most of us don't have that much liquidity to pay for long-term care. Uh, and so it's really a scary situation for families uh, who end up in that situation. So, uh, you know, for a, a family that maybe might be considering a long-term care policy or may see that, hey, this is something that uh, we need to investigate and look into, you know, what, what are some different ways that, you know, families can get together and figure out a way to afford these premiums, which you say can vary? Well, it is a family issue, and I'd like folks to think of it as a family issue rather than a personal issue. And I say that because, you know, it's the kind of thing where if mom and dad are sick, first they're going to try to take care of themselves, but if one of them dies, who's going to take care of the survivor? Well, generally, it's going to be one of the children. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes uh, a, a burden of love for the entire family. Um, so what I'm really getting at is one of uh, if you have parents who would like to have long-term care insurance and they are um, insurable and the and the premiums, in other words, if a family as a whole can find a way to pay those premiums for, uh, and in other words, this is a time where you might want to look at helping your parents by uh, contributing t- to the payment for a long-term care policy because that can 
being extremely helpful Mm -hmm. if they have long-term care insurance rather than not. And the reverse also happens. You know, there are a lot of grandparents out here. I have lots and lots of clients who are very well-to-do. And most of us, once our children are grown and and we've gotten them through school and they've gotten them uh, married and all that good stuff, I mean, we don't do that for them. They do that for themselves. But the bottom line is we pay for it for the most part. (laughs) Uh, You know, once they get to that level, we think we're through with them. I mean, we've done our duty. They're done. (laughs) Right? And, and then we focus on the grandchildren, right. okay? And there are an awful lot of folks that say, okay, what can we do for our grandchildren? And a lot of folks will look at, okay, we want to help them with educational plans and things like that. I like to help them with retirement plans as well, and that sounds a little funky too, but it's really one of the best things that people can do if they understand the issues. But here's another thing. Why, if, if the parents can afford it, you know, they're well-to-do, they've, they've got their, their, their uh, liquidity in place, uh, they're, they're not worried about long-term care in the same way anymore. Um, oftentimes their children, who might be in their 30s or 40s, they, they have 20 other things they're looking at. They're not looking at long-term care insurance. They're trying to you know, save for retirement, mm-hmm. uh, save for their college education for their children. They're trying to pay off their mortgage for their home. Uh, you know, they've got all of these other expenses, and long-term care is not part of the equation. Well, this is where the parents may well think, well, this is a gift we can make for our children that will be significant for them. So, again, it's a family dynamic. How can we help each other as a family? Sometimes it's the children who are well-to-do helping their parents. Sometimes it's the parents who are well-to-do helping their children with uh, something that they're not going to buy themselves, And but the insurance would be really, really helpful to them if they could do that. Yeah, that's a great way of looking at it. You're listening to News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Find more about him at WGALaw.com. And Bill, I just want to, before we head out of here, I want to remind everyone this Wednesday at Independence Village in Raleigh, we've got your seminars at 10, 2, and 6 30. Please register in advance if you'd like to go. But uh, this is, again, another great opportunity for free for people to check out and get some very valuable information. Absolutely. We'd encourage you to sign up. Uh, it's it's something that you will be very glad you did. WGALaw.com is where you can do that. Hope you can join us next week here at uh, News Radio 680 WPTF. We'll see you at 11 next Saturday for Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Have a great weekend.